0: hello everyone welcome to fantasy breakdown our new podcast i'm courtney this is my son james hi we're here to to drop some knowledge on you guys we're, we're not experts by any means but we have a lot of fantasy knowledge and at least we'd like to think so so we're going to give you a team by team analysis along with some other specials in mind and and uh, let's go ahead and kick things off at the arizona cardinals how about that
1: yeah what do you want to talk about first
0: well, it all starts with the new coaching staff and all the changes. Let's go ahead and talk about that. You got Cliff Kingsbury coming in from Texas Tech via U- USC for a day or two, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I like the Cliff Kingsbury hire. I think his offense will be super dynamic and I think it'll translate or it'll translate into a lot of fantasy production at least, maybe not wins, but
0: Well, like you say, offense is the key word there? It, you know, football is a game of both offense and defense, along with special teams, and Kingsbury has a losing record in college and no head, no NFL head coaching experience. It's going to be
1: no NFL experience.
0: No totally. NFL experience. Wow.
1: I think that that's obviously why he hired Vance Joseph and to be in charge of the defense. I don't like mm-hmm. that hire personally. I don't think he's going to be that great there. But I know you well, have a different opinion. Yeah,
0: Denver was, what, number three overall in defense in 2017? One of only a couple teams, I think, to be in top five rushing and passing defense. So
1: He inherited that defense. So that was the defense that won the Super Bowl in 2016. I it, that wasn't Vance Joseph's doing.
0: Well, that's true. You do have a little bit of talent on the defensive a side. A little
1: bit. Von Miller is a little bit of talent. No, I'm
0: I'm saying on Arizona, you okay. have a little bit of talent there, but the cupboard's pretty bare. What about the the uh, new offensive line coach they brought in there? Because last year's line was atrocious to say the least.
1: A lot of that. Uh, the, a lot of that. Uh, that bad offensive line was due to injuries on the line. Every I think every single starter was injured essentially. They they brought in Sean Kugler from Denver, which will help. I think I think he he's a good addition and I think that uh with the guys that got injured coming back is uh the O line's gonna be better than it was, but I don't think it's gonna be average.
0: Yeah, Kugler coached that Denver running game last year with with Lindsey uh, Lindsay and stuff and they were pretty pretty strong power rushing attack there.
1: They they also signed Jr. Sweezy, which I don't think will be a great signing. He washed out of Tampa Bay and Seattle after his back injury. But having Sean Kugler is gonna be the key here. I think if he can coach up that line to be average at least, then I think this offense will be great.
0: So they drafted Kyler Murray, number one overall, talked him out of baseball. Here he comes. The owner says he's going to start day one. Kingsbury said, alluded to it basically, also kind of beat around the bush a little bit. But the owner has handed him the keys to the Ferrari. Here you go. Let's do it.
1: I didn't like the Murray pick at first, but the more I've researched it, the more I'm talking myself into him. Uh, talk. <laughs> Very deeply into him. I think he's gonna be a very good quarterback this first year. He's obviously got elite speed. I think he ran four three one forty or something. Um, hasn't hasn't been seen since Michael Vick. His well, he's speed. gonna
0: need that speed running behind that offensive line.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. He he does have issues. He hasn't he had a good old line at Oklahoma and he had, hasn't really had to go through that pressure. And when he's had problems with pressure, he's uh doesn't stay poised in the pocket too well he doesn't end up going through his progressions and instead of just choosing to scramble and uh doesn't well that's the, for the case with receiver.
0: every every rookie quarterback out there it takes time progression progressing through your receiver and progressing through your receivers that's a you know the key of an a, a experienced quarterback
1: that that's true it'll only get better with age he also has problems throwing his receivers open which is which could be a big uh, skill to have in the
0: NFL. But he does have a lot of arm strength. He's got one of the strongest arms in the NFL.
1: Yeah, and he's he's fairly accurate. His completion rate last year at Oklahoma would have been sixth in the NFL.
0: Now, they're definitely going to have to get him out of the pocket because he's not going to be able to see over the offensive line because of that diminutive height, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously that's the elephant in the room. I think if he was six three then we would be talking about him as maybe the next great quarterback but i don't think that i i don't know
0: you're really high on Kyler murray (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah a little bit um i think that if he can stay healthy then he should be good hmm the i think kingsbury's reputation as the qb whisperer will be a big part to play here in murray's development he was well, the OC for me. You say QB
0: whisper, I say system quarterback. System quarterback. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now Kingsbury's handpicked Carlyle Murray to run this version of his air raid offense that he's bringing in. So it's going to be a lot of four four wide receivers, a lot of new faces and questionable fits, especially on the outside. But we'll see what happens. That's for sure. Well. I still think
1: he's a good quarterback development coach. He helped Manziel and he helped Mahomes get to where they are today. Well Manziel's, <laughs> Manziel's not doing too well today, but he helped him get the Heisman. Uh but I think ultimately Murray will have a good Rookie of the Year caliber year. Uh I think that
0: Rookie of the Year. He should be Rookie of the Year. He's number one overall pick.
1: Yeah, and I'm saying he would be. I think that uh Kingsbury's offense, I already said this I think Kingsbury's offense will generate a ton of fantasy points So where do,
0: you, where do you see Kyler Murray? Are you taking him in your standard one quarterback league? What, top 20, top 25? I'm going to try to
1: take him as, as a ADP Because his ADP is super low
0: Well, are you taking him as your backup Or your starter in a standard one quarterback I league? I
1: would be fine taking him as my starter Wow Wow, I think, I think he's a good starter Especially for the price where his ADP is Obviously, he's a gamble, and you should probably pick up a veteran quarterback as backup if you're trying to uh, draft Murray, but I think he's going to be great in this system. Well, in a
0: two-quarterback league, I don't even know if I'd take him. I, w- I would take him, and he would be on the- my bench. I do not see these lofty lofty goals that you see. I'd see him having you know the 25th best season that at way. best. <laughs>
1: Have you... Have you looked at the numbers for Kingsbury at Texas Slightly Tech? Slightly
0: better than Eli Manning. That's no, what, that's what I'm gonna say. Okay.
1: Have you seen Have you seen the volume that Kingsbury's Texas Tech quarterbacks had? Yes, I understand that,
0: James. But the teams are just gonna keep ball away from him, and you don't milk the clock, run the clock down.
1: Okay, They're, it's hard to do that when you have a defense that just lets you run over, all over them. They're just gonna score. But I think that Murray er, yeah, Kyler Murray will have a good season. I see him having a ton, ton of volume. I see him having 640 passing attempts.
0: Wow, actually. that that is crazy. That's
1: like 35 attempts per game. That that that's the you product think he's of the gonna thing. last all season? Yeah, I think he will. I think that's the product of this arid offense that Kingsbury's bring to the table.
0: Well, I, we 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 don't know what to expect really with this offense. Could be three and out every time.
1: <laughs> That's also true, but I think they have personnel to, to run it with the receipt. there. they've got a good batch of receivers there. They got David Johnson. They got Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray's a good batch
0: of great unproven fit. receivers outside of Fitzgerald. That, Kirk I, it was all right. I don't think he's going to be a superstar anytime soon. I have him maybe the thirty-fifth best. You're pulling these numbers out of nowhere. <laughs> Why do you see that?
1: I think Kyler Murray, I, I have him at about 59% completion rate. So this isn't super high, super high level completion. I think he's going to get about 4,000 yards, probably over that. And 4,000 yards passing, probably around 30 touchdowns, about 550 yards rushing.
0: Okay. Now, I'm not big on stats, but I see your, your projections there. I'm going to say he's going to get about 800 yards less passing in that situation. I say he's going to get about maybe 23 passing touchdowns, three or four on the ground. Uh, And I disagree with you. He's not going to be accurate. I think accuracy is his one strength he's going to have. I
1: never never said he's going to be accurate. I said he's going to – it's not a, like, top ten accuracy.
0: I disagree. I think that's – I think coming from a baseball background, I think he's going to be a very accurate passer. Okay,
1: well, if you say he's going to be an accurate passer, then with his volume, he should get higher than the projections I have.
0: Okay, well, we agree to disagree on that.
1: He's going to have over 4,000 yards, and he's going to get probably around 30 touchdowns, I think.
0: All right. Well, some of those touchdowns are going to go to David Johnson, right?
1: Presumably, if he doesn't get hurt.
0: Now... David Johnson, consensus, what top five running back, top ten, definitely.
1: I think he I would take him in the top five. Yeah.
0: Um back two thousand sixteen when he was
1: He's never gonna get to that twenty sixteen form. Don't rattle off those twenty sixteen <laughs> stats. Twenty five
0: no, points no per game way. back. In. No, no way, way David Johnson's gonna get to that level. Four hundred point season.
1: Great. Take your 400-point season to the bank. They'll tell you that check expired three years ago.
0: No, 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 no. Hold up. Last year running behind that abysmal offensive line, Josh Rosen slinging it all around the yard. (laughs) The coaching staff repeatedly pounding Johnson up the middle for, what, 1.8 yards per carry on first down. That's what I read somewhere. Uh, Kingsbury's going to get him space. He's going to get yards. I don't think he's going to get touchdowns.
1: Who's going to get the touchdowns? He's no one... not
0: going to get as many touchdowns. He's not going to get more than 10 rushing touchdowns. He's That's going what to be I have him
1: projected. Right 10. around
0: eight, nine, something like that rushing because the offense is going to be stagnant. It's going to flame out continuously on drives. It's going to get, you know, probably 1,200 yards rushing, 400 yards receiving because he's going to be the outlet receiver there. They're not going to use tight ends. So, very often. so Murray's...
1: Kingsbury's offenses also don't pass to running backs that often. Well, either.
0: they will be this year. That's going to be a new wrinkle in the Kingsbury offense okay. you watch. Because David Johnson is the one stud on this team.
1: <laughs> wow. See, I don't think Johnson's going to get up to that 2016 form. There's no way he's going to get that high. But I still have him at about... He's. I'm, look... I'm preparing his potential stats to the one year that Kingsbury has had a real Del Cal running back in his backfield, twenty fifteen Texas Tech team, where he had DeAndre Washington. DeAndre Washington had about like two hundred thirty carries, fifteen hundred yards, and that's in college. 12, 12 college games. going
0: against Big Twelve defense. We're talking NFL defenses.
1: Yeah, and I don't have. Dana I don't that. that Kingsbury
0: I... can call plays in the NFL. Okay, 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 out okay. Loud. I have. I have
1: Johnson projected for 280 carries, about 1100 rushing yards, okay, and 10 touchdowns.
0: Well, I agree. David Johnson is going to have a good year. He's he's going to have a bounce back year, if you ask me. I think he even last year he finished ninth overall PPR, ninth best running back. Mm
1: -hmm. I have him about
0: so still a top ten receiver. 1100
1: rushing yards, 600 passing yards or receiving yards. Sorry. And about fifteen touchdowns. I'd put him
0: How many receptions do you have in that mix? Like sixty-five. Roughly. About sixty-five. So pretty good season. So you're taking him over Melvin Gordon then?
1: Yeah. I'm taking him over Melvin Gordon. I think wow. he's I think he's a top five running back. Uh he the stats I haven't projected out would be a little below what Saquon Barkley put let out. Let me last ask year. you this.
0: Do you think he could be the number one running back? I is a ceiling
1: that high? I don't. I don't think it's that high. There's potential there. It could happen, but I don't see him being the number one running back. I think that's Kamara or Barkley. So
0: where do you have his ceiling at? Number three?
1: Yeah. Number what three, about his number floor? two. Four? I think he could be down 10.
0: 10 or 11. Well, I'm trying to think of the list here. You got Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, yeah, Joe Mixon. Possibly is list. Joe stint, sense But 11. I don't see that. I see him... Pretty much, I think he's gonna be slightly behind Gordon because of the touchdown. So probably number six, running back number six. Right
1: Joe Mixon is uh, new rookie lineman's out for the season too. Okay. Anyhow,
0: let's focus on the Cardinals. That's our main topic right now. We'll get back to Joe Mixon another day. <laughs> <laughs> I have lot to say about Joe Mixon. All right. Well, how about we talk about? Kirk. Who Kyler Murray is going to be throwing the football to? Christian Kirk. I want to talk about Christian Kirk. I think Christian
1: Kirk's going to have big breakout sophomore year. I think he's the number one receiver in this offense.
0: Really? You have him as a big sophomore stud, huh?
1: Yeah. The the ball is going to get spread out a lot in this area to offense to all five receivers. So he's not going to get 100, 110 receptions. Hey, buddy. He's going to have about 90 catches. He's going to have like 1,300 yards. So
0: do you have him a wide receiver one?
1: I think he's putting up about wide receiver one and a half numbers.
0: (laughs) So you have him, what, your 15th, 16th best receiver? Sure.
1: That's a good number. I have him about 1,300 yards, seven touchdowns. It's like similar to Robert Woods last year.
0: Well, Robert Woods had a good year last year. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I see Christian Kirk as being way down the list about number 35 receiver. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see that. I I just don't That's foresee all these passing yards and everything. I see David Johnson getting the bulk of the work because Kyler Murray's going to be running for his life behind that line, <laughs> and they'll be outletting it to Larry Johnson, handing it to Larry Johnson, er, David Johnson, David Johnson left, David Johnson right. They'll bring back Larry Johnson from Charlotte if they want. <laughs> no, nah. but David Johnson is going to get the bulk of the work here. I don't see your boy Christian Kirk being anywhere near a top 15 receiver. What about Fitzgerald? How Does he do you, have any life left in him? Hold on. How do you
1: see David Johnson getting the bulk of the work in an air raid offense?
0: Because they're t- going to try to take pressure off of Kyler Murray. Okay, that,
1: but that defeats the entire system that Cliff Kingsbury runs.
0: Well... Cliff Kingsbury is going to have to find new answers. The system, once he starts losing and losing and losing and losing, every single game as the losses mount up, Detroit at Baltimore, Carolina, Seattle, Cincinnati, Atlanta, maybe the Giants October 20th, they might get their first win, but that's on the road. Who knows about that one? They're going to lose to New Orleans, going to lose to San Francisco, Tampa Bay at San Francisco. They might be able to win that one November 17th. So you're looking at Jimmy one, two, three, four, five, six, So I think out of the first 11 games, they have a possibility of winning two. I think at that point, Cliff Kingsbury is going to have to tweak his air rate offense just a little bit.
1: But you just just proved that they have no chance of winning those games regardless. So why would Cliff Kingsbury change his offense? The offense wouldn't be the problem.
0: The offensive line, the system, it's going to be just a cluster, James. It's not going to be a good situation. David Johnson is going to be the one steady, calming force, along with Larry Fitzgerald, the old mentor, who's going to help these young receivers get better. Maybe next year, the year down the road, the Cardinals could be something good. But initially, this first season under, brand new head coach with no NFL experience, no head coaching experience, or limited head coaching experience, only four years head coaching experience in total. I just don't see this being an offensive juggernaut at all.
1: We obviously have very different views here. I I think, let's get back to the receivers we were talking about. I think Fitzgerald's going to have a bounce back here in the system. I
0: uh, Wait a second, bounce back here? He's, he's been, been on the same level no, for the last he, three, four he years. He had like 700
1: yards last year. Oh,
0: who's throwing him the ball, James?
1: Kyler Murray.
0: No, last year. Josh Rosen.
1: Yeah, that's part of the problem. And who that's else? Why...
0: There was somebody before Josh Rosen also. Was there? Yeah, part there was.
1: Yeah, always. I I don't, I. That's part of the reason he's going to have a bounce-back year. His targets are going to be way up it's this year. It's not going
0: to be a bounce-back year. He's had the same numbers for the last three years. He he's the a same, model of consistency. He had the
1: same yards per reception, but he's, he didn't have the same amount of yards last year because he had limited targets because they didn't pass the ball as much. He's going to have an increase in targets this year, so he's going to have a bounce-back, back, back bounce Back to his... Closer to his prior numbers. What about his age? His age? Well, the one thing that He's has... He's
0: almost as, he- as old as your head coach, Cliff King. Very <laughs> hard.
1: The one thing that has changed in Fitz's production in the last couple of years is that his catch rate went way down last year. That could be due to Josh Rosen's passing ability, but... In 2017, he had a catch rate of 60, about 68%, and last year it dropped all the way down
0: to sixty. percent Okay, stat boy, just hold up here. I agree with one thing, that Fitzgerald, for what he can give you, a veteran receiver that you can somewhat count on in the range of receiver, wide receiver 3, 4, right in there, borderline. I think he can give you some production. You can pop him in every now and then. He's not going to be a wide receiver, too, by any means. But you can throw him in there when you need help. What do you think?
1: I think he's a decent flex option here. I have him about 80 catches almost, which is a lot, but that's because of how the ball is spread around in this offense. I think he's about 80 catches, about 800 yards, 8 touchdowns, lots of 8s. Uh, that that's about the Emmanuel Sanders numbers.
0: Okay. So we drafted a couple other guys: Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler. Any of those worth roster spot or what?
1: I don't necessarily think they're worth roster spots now, but I think they're good receivers, and they'll be there in the future. Maybe next year, two years from now. I think having Larry Fitzgerald there is going to be a big help for them. They could be they could be productive by the end of the year, but. Right now, Isabella's mostly a slot guy. I think he's similar to Ted Ginn. I I see him putting up around 550 600 yards on about 50 60 catches. So,
0: he's kind of Boomer Bust huh?
1: Yeah, I think he's a Boomer Bust guy. He's a, he can be a good a dart target. throw here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> if you're he real can, desperate. He
1: could he could be a big deep touchdown guy like Ted Ginn, but I don't think he's worth a draft spot right now. Um, Hakeem Butler, he's a big guy But his, I don't think his hands are good enough To really cut it I don't think he's consistent enough To warrant a draft pick
0: Now, one kind of hidden gem I think is going to be Chase Edmonds He's David Johnson's backup Decent handcuff If you have a really super deep league I think he could Roster Chase Edmonds And just hang on to him Hold on to him He could offer you some production, I think.
1: Yeah, if Johnson goes down,
0: I'm saying in a deep 16 team league, something (laughs) like that. Yeah,
1: in a 16 team league, yeah, I think. I don't think he warrants a draft spot until Johnson gets picked up, and even then, I don't know if he'd warrant a draft or a roster spot. I don't think he'd have as much production as Dave Johnson would.
0: Well, obviously nobody's yeah. going to have as much yeah, production as David Johnson. He's a top five running back.
1: Yeah, I don't <sighs> think he's going to have enough production to warrant his a pickup if Johnson goes down. Uh, what do you think of their Titans? Ricky Seals, Jones, Charles Clay?
0: Mm, I just don't see him being roster worthy. You know, I like I said, the outlet passes are going to go to David Johnson. Kyler Murray probably can't even see over his offensive line to get it to the tight ends.
1: <laughs> He's I,
0: looking more to the outside.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree. I don't think either of them are really worth drafting. And at Texas Tech, seventy seven percent of passes went to wideouts at uh at from his the pass. Uh, of passes went to wideouts, and this team already has too many mouths to feed with Fitzgerald, Kirk, Isabella.
0: Now, they could slip those tight ends out in the slot, but even then, I mean, Charles Clay's had a little production in Buffalo. He was a decent, you know, you could throw him in there if you had to. Ricky Seals-Jones. Seals-Jones was also on that
1: same team that Kirk and Murray Murray were on.
0: So they they have a good rapport there also. Mm
1: Probably. We don't know what happened in that locker room, but probably.
0: But I think your big check down option there is definitely David Johnson.
1: So what do you think of this team as a whole?
0: What do I think? I think they're gonna have a struggle. I think they're gonna be drafted right number one overall next year to them. <laughs> I
1: I think <laughs> that Arizona's gonna have a great fantasy productive offense. But I don't think the defense is going to keep up there. And I think that they'll end up probably around 4-12, and 5-11 Let's talk about
0: that defense now. Patrick Peterson's there, but, he, you know, this team has been productive in the past. The Cardinals have come up and performed pretty decent on defense. Like I said, Patrick Peterson suspended PED, I think the first four games, is that right?
1: I think it's four games. Might be six.
0: And then... uh you have DJ Swanger, Terrell Suggs, but I just don't see them making my roster. How about that?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think not think. I don't
0: even think they're top 15 defense. I,
1: they might be a streaming option. Let me see if they're going to be on the sense.
0: field a lot. I know that.
1: <laughs> the only, yeah, I don't even think I'd stream them. I don't think there's any games where they'd be a good streaming pick maybe at tampa but i don't yeah i don't even know about that pretty,
0: this team has a pretty decent schedule and you're gonna have a tough go of things that's for sure but all in all i think the only one really worth rostering starting caliber to me on my team my 12 man half point ppr league the only one i'm I'll take Kyler Murray. I'll stick him on my bench, but I'm having two solid veterans in front of him. David Johnson, definitely top five. Not any higher than top five, though.
1: You don't think Kirk and Fitzgerald are worthy of starting spots?
0: Mm, On my team...
1: Yeah, your team's full of superstars. Probably. Wide
0: receiver one, wide receiver two I don't see it happening Kirk, you could maybe throw in at Flex Fitzgerald here and then Like I said, stick him in the roster every now and then But Other than that, what do you think?
1: Well, my predictions are obviously super optimistic I think this offense is going to be great I think Murray's going to be A hidden gem with his ADP I think he's like, what is he, like the 20th QB Or something he, He's going to be a hidden gem If he's down there and Around. You had him
0: as what your ninth best quarterback? Did I hear that right? Or I that?
1: had I I said that was his floor. I wow. said he could be wow. top top five top three.
0: All right. Yeah. To, top. <laughs> yeah. Top three.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. the, the volume is going to be a big big factor here. If they if they pass for as much as I think they could, then he's going to have a huge fantasy. Well, let's
0: talk about their backup quarterback there, Brett Hundley, because that's where things could end up. once... <laughs> Uh, goes, Murray goes down. I now, don't think
1: Brett Hundley is worth a roster spot in a typical league. No, if, he's not. But, I, I mean, if Kyler Murray went down, I don't think Brett Hundley would be worth a
0: roster spot. Yeah, I think you're right. but you got to keep your eye on him, though, because the injuries are bound to happen with it. The running quarterback, the poor offensive line.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I think... Murray could be a top-five QB. Johnson's obviously a top-five yeah, running Yeah, get card. your hands
0: on Johnson if you can. Yeah. That's what I say. I
1: think Christian Kirk's also another hidden gem on this team. He could be a top-10, top top-15 top receiver. And Fitzgerald's always going to be a consistent uh, flex stream that you could play.
0: Steam's three years away, James. Three <laughs> years away from being any good. When Fitz retires. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to sum it up here for the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think, James? Any last thoughts?
1: Don't don't sleep on this team. Just if they're if they're still on the board below their ADP, you can try to take Murray or Kirk.
0: Well, I'll sleep sound on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this, you know, coverage of the Arizona Cardinals and. We'll see you next time. Next time I think we're gonna do the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Yeah, Atlanta. There's right, a lot of talk a lot to talk about there.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right, well stay tuned folks and
1: See ya.